0: Hey folks, today on the podcast, we had the chance to talk to professional hockey player from the ECHL and the Worcester Railers, Ross Olson. Ross also uh, has been an ABT athlete for numerous years, and I've had the chance to watch him grow up into the, the young man that he is today. We had a great time talking to him about a lot of things on the podcast. So here we go, Ross Olson. Listening to Barbells, Bootcamps, and Banter, the official podcast of athletic based training. We'll chat all things health, fitness, and probably some shenanigans along the way. I'm your host, Crystal Blank, owner of ABT and part time Olympic weightlifter. Thanks for tuning in.
1: Let's go! Huh. Maybe, maybe like if it starts on Bluetooth, it has to stay on Bluetooth, or vice versa. Like if it drops in between, or if you try to switch, it like fucks up.
0: Yeah, I'm sure there's a bunch
1: of glitchy shit.
2: I think it's yeah. more on I think it's I think it's more on your end than ours. Like Teddy and I have been talking for eight minutes. Yeah, dude. It's all Chris's fault. Sure. <laughs> you're <not a> te- <laughs> you're, not ju- you're just not a technology guy.
0: I'm just not the uh, you know. All the AI that's taking over the world is not going to take me over. I'm not going gently into the night.
1: No, you. So, uh, did you guys see the new thing that Samsung penetrated.
0: released?
1: <laughs> the, okay, <laughs> too early to name the episode,
0: Chris. <laughs> that's a good one, enough.
1: Yep. Um, did you guys see the new thing that Samsung came out with? No. It's called Bali. It's like it's like a a softball that is a robot that rolls around your house with a little camera and like you set it to do things for you around the house so if your dog knocks shit over it can like get the Roomba out to go clean it up and if you want the thermostat or curtains changed or lights set or whatever done in your house as long as it's all connected to the smart grid like this little bot go around and do it all for you it's it's really cool but also fucked up
2: (laughs) I saw I saw today uh Husk had has a uh has a lawn mower now and you don't even have to be out there, you just put it out there and it mows the lawn. Is it like a Roomba that just like yeah. learns your lawn? I, I think so, I think so, yeah. Imagine that. Imagine so, imagine being on the porch just having a couple beers and you your lawn's getting mowed.
0: <laughs> I hate that on so many levels. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Oof,
1: Chris
2: is having <laughs> huh? well, like a panic attack. You, you nervous still yeah. mess your lawn up or what?
0: No, I just don't <laughs> like it, man. I just don't like this like new A designs. robot with giant fan
2: blades having control
0: of itself?
1: You don't like that?
0: <laughs> well, like the problem with all this stuff when you see it in like futuristic movies, like it looks cool as hell, right? But they leave out the fact that everyone's just going to be fat blobs because they're just going to be sitting on their asses not doing anything for themselves anymore.
2: That's
1: so like, true. That's the
0: part that's always left out.
1: Yeah. you never seen Wally, bro?
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: He's going to be that, 100%.
0: Did you, so taking it even step further, did you happen to see or hear the, the Elon Musk podcast with Rogan?
1: No. No.
0: So he's working on this new – Um, technology, I forget what it's called. Um, It'll probably come to me, but regardless. So it's basically a a chip. And the first stages of it are really cool because what it is is it's embedded in people's brains. um, (laughs) No, but no, but listen, it's really cool because what it does is it's like, let's say somebody um, was paralyzed. It's basically they're embedding it and wiring it to the parts in your brain and like your optic nerve and stuff that are like, in like your everything like you know i mean it's gonna like completely be able to let people walk again or somebody had a stroke and lost function on one side of their their body it's gonna be able to restore that function again
2: that's interesting i mean
0: that's
1: amazing but like when you say implanting shit and we're trying to you know make light of the ai's taking over the world and then you go right into implanting a chip
0: (laughs) oh yeah no doubt no doubt yeah well because here's the really scary part so then he's like phases later, and he's like probably within like ten years, that you can get it embedded, and if somebody else has it, that they're like your like chips can read each other's chips, and you don't even have to speak. You can just what? sit there and look at each other and basically pass information on to each other, and not have just from like of like speech. Like speech would be oh man not needed.
1: What the, what the fuck is the point of life then? Like, if human
0: interaction isn't essential
1: anymore. Oh like, that's crazy. what's the point.
0: Well, what he was saying was that, in in fact, it'll help um, interaction because there's a lot. Lost in like the retrieval of like me trying to talk about this. I'm missing like stuff's missing from like what my recollection to my brain to where I speak it. Where I mean like I like yeah. I forgot
1: that Teddy did that 15 years ago when he told me one time in passing. Whereas the chip would just have that ready to go in your brain.
0: And you can like and he was even saying that you could late like later again later down the line. It's basically like your you know your phone records a you know you can video something. And the video remembers it way better than your actual brain. But then you can go back and basically relive it exactly the way it was in your brain again. Uh, and then here's the really best up part that you can edit it. So you could edit your memories to be like better than they were. She, like, yeah, oh, nah, that's a... fucked up. Nope. I, kinda, I, I like that part. <laughs> It's, it's all about
2: on that because then
1: everyone's going to walk around with this massive ego, thinking they've never done anything wrong in their life, thinking right? they're the best of the best. You know,
0: that's, that's going to black mirror episode. It. It's basically yeah, a, I, black, yeah,
2: yeah. For sure. one, have you
0: guys watched Black Mirror at all?
2: Yeah, I watched a couple episodes. One so episode, one,
0: so yeah, really falling in one. love one where it's
1: simulations.
0: Yeah, yeah. So this one's like a uh, There's one that they do a, a, an embedment in the brain where it's like. And, and it's like that. You can record information and like you go out and like dudes are like, go, they're going out and having like dinner parties and then like they run home and like re watch the dinner party and like try to like figure out if like people were like doing weird shit while they didn't like they didn't pick up on it. And then um, like people were like stealing other people's embedments because they were like, it, it was crazy. It was nuts. It's a, it, it ends with like the guy basically clawing his own chip out. Because he can't deal with like going back and looking at stuff.
2: The one that yeah. I saw, the one that I saw was the one where they were like spying using the computer, and that uh, I, I, I was like the only one I watched. And I, ever since then, I just put something over the camera. I was like, I'm not messing with this.
0: <laughs> Is that the one they like blackmailed the kid?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep.
1: So, dude, I uh, Ross, I give this example all the time. People have heard this before because. My last sales job was for a cyber security company. And the first thing they give you when they give you your company laptop yep. is a webcam cover.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. for and sure. And it's like, if a security
1: company is giving me this right away, okay, I'm going to use it. I always cover my camera now. Like,
2: I will never leave yeah, it uncovered. I just put a black piece of hockey tape over it. Yep. Hockey I'm like, tape. this is better. Yeah, hockey tape. <laughs>
0: Speaking, of, have probably a, got a lot left over right now, huh? Yeah, I know. So, so
2: much left over. I summer stocked too much,
0: right?
2: I thought how'd, I was gonna skate more.
0: Yeah. So, how'd that? Um, how'd like the season? Like, how'd that go? Like, I like I talked like, to you a little bit, but like, what what was like? You guys were playing, and then they just canceled a couple games, and then canceled the season. What was it like? How'd it go?
2: Yeah. So, so I think I think it ended on Thursday. So we we were practicing. We had a pregame skate on or. Uh, Practice on Thursday, and we're playing Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So it's like March, like what, like fifteenth-ish,
0: something like that, around
2: there. Yeah, something, something like that. I don't know the exact date. It was right around then, though. Right around, yeah, early March. And so we got off the ice for practice, like just pretending it's going to be a normal game tomorrow. And our coach comes in, he's like, "Yeah, probably not going to play tomorrow." So we're like, "What do you mean?" Like, like we knew this was a thing, but we didn't think it would end the season so so then uh, so then the, that weekend that weekend got canceled so of course it was Thursday night so of course we went out to the bars on Thursday since we weren't playing on Friday and we never were able, we were never able to go out on Thursday because we always played Friday so we were having, we had a we were like this is the best thing that could have happened to us like this is awesome like, thinking it would just be think, thinking it would just be like the weekend and then and then we came back on Monday. or we got a text on Sunday sorry Sunday. And uh, said, don't come into the rink for another week. So we were just sitting in Worcester for a whole week, just kind of not knowing what was going to happen. And then uh, came in and then we ended up getting news that season was canceled and had to come in for the exit interviews and everything. But it was, it was, it was insane. I can't believe it happened so fast. That was the, yeah. that was the one thing.
0: I mean, wow. it happened fast for
1: everyone, though, too, because, like, Chris and I literally one day were talking to a bunch of the people at ABT, like, yeah, the, yeah. And Chris was like, they're going to have to come in and literally close my doors. And then the next week, him and I were on the phone, like, so uh, <laughs> we're not going to be open for a few
2: weeks, huh? Like, Yeah, man. literally. They, I, I was going to say, I feel like they just closed everything so quickly. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I mean, it really did. It escalated really, really fast.
2: Uh, yeah. So Ross, like,
0: that, so, Ross, what league are you playing in? Uh, ECHL. Okay. So, the Worcester Railers?
2: Yeah, Worcester right? Railers in the East Coast Hockey League. So, it's, uh, it goes NHL, AHL, and ECHL. So, we're affiliated with uh, the Islanders, New York Islanders.
0: Right. Um. So, was that – did you guys get cut short? Like, right, was that – the season get canceled right at the same time as the NHL did, or was it pre? Or
2: post? uh yeah, yeah, yep, yeah. So, um, so the NBA canceled, of course, and then then it was the whole trickle down effect. So, once once the NHL got canceled, then it was a trickle down effect to us, AHL and, and ECHL that got canceled or postponed. And then just the other day, the AHL just got uh, canceled for the rest of the year. But I mean, I, I can't I can't envision NHL coming back to play this year. I think. Just from my my point of view, like, the amount of injuries that occur in in training camp, like groins and hips alone, is ridiculous. And then never mind jumping right back into playing. I think that'd be crazy.
1: So let me ask you then, Ross, as a professional athlete at this level, knowing the situation, the season's canceled, there was this funny meme that came out at the beginning of this because technically based on the rules, NHL cancels the season, the team with the most points gets the cup, which would be the Bruins.
2: Which would be yeah, exactly. How would you feel about that as an athlete, not as a fan? I I, I don't I don't like it. I think I, I don't think there should be a champion, to be honest. I don't know I don't know how you guys feel, but I feel like especially especially in hockey, the playoffs are the best part and the most grueling part, especially with the seven game series, four seven game series, so you have to win sixteen games, but it's the hardest sixteen games and I mean, as you guys know, watching playoffs is the best. Yeah. No, so, I agree. Uh, do you guys agree? I don't know. I mean, you guys yeah. can disagree, but I, 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 from as a fan, I mean, it's as, cool. As it's a, like,
1: oh, great, yeah, the Bruins would win it technically, but like,
2: as an athlete yep.
1: or a former athlete, and also kind of as a fan, it's like, yeah, but that's like cheap. Like, keep it. Let's just get to mm-hmm. the season. Let's go again next year.
2: Exactly. Let's let, let's do it all. Let's do it again. But and then I mean, there's always then just think about. Like uh the teams that ended up making trades, like trading their first round picks and whatnot for players to make a push. Like they're losing they're yeah. losing some big they're losing assets right there. I mean, if you want to look at it in in a front office point of view, like that's crazy. Yeah. Or like and or like maybe older guys you can say that we're gonna be retired and then they were on a good team and they were making their last push to win a Stanley Cup or whatnot. And that got cut short. So but Yeah man. Like if you look at Char, if you look at Char, he's he's on the he's on the older side, so you never know.
0: Yeah, I think it's funny. Like it's a funny, like again, it's a funny meme. It's a funny, like you know, thing to say. But I don't think anybody on on you know on the Bruins would take that. You know what I mean? No. And if like, no, imagine I if they had a so. banner ceremony for that. Like you know what I mean? Like everyone would be like, this is a fucking joke. You know.
2: This is the biggest fucking joke ever. I would, yeah, literally
0: like guys wouldn't want really. that i think especially i don't want to say especially in the nhl but i think there's so much like mystique about the stanley cup and like guys yep. won't touch it if they haven't really want if they haven't won it um i think that i think, that, know, I think that's like the that. coolest thing yeah i think that's
2: the absolutely
1: coolest thing it really is. i think you guys feel like if any team were to be given it even if the bruins are given it because of the, the point thing if any team were to be given, I feel like because hockey has that kind of respected culture about the cup, any team would have been like,
2: no, thanks. Like, just
1: hang on to it.
2: (laughs) Yeah, like, like, I don't want my, I mean. Yeah, let's not. Yeah, let's not. Let's just, let's just push it off and we'll play next year. Yeah. Yeah. Type thing. I think
1: that's just the culture of hockey where I could easily see, like, if something happened in football where it was that way, where like the team with the best record just gets the trophy if the season is canceled, like, yeah, yeah. Like it's some shady ass football teams. You're like, yeah, give us that fucking trophy. Like the Colts.
0: Like the Jets yeah, would definitely say, take it. The Jets are like, Jets, no. oh, yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> the Jets would be like, this is the best thing ever. We're so happy. The Colts happy we had the, put best the banner here. for winning the AFC South.
0: Like. Right. No, did they, they have one that was like AFC set, like AFC semifinalist or something like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. We basically, we when lost they, the conference lost. championship. Like,
2: yeah, when they got smoked by the Pats. <laughs> yeah, like hockey's its
1: own thing. No one would touch the cup if that gets given
2: out. And then I bet you, I bet you basketball they would take it. What do you think? Do you think the NBA would take it? Hundred percent. Like the Knicks. Hundred percent. NBA would. The teams. Knicks. Dolan would be all over that thing.
0: Yeah, I just think there's... I still think there's, like, a pride amongst, like, pro players that they wouldn't do it. Like, you can, like, you know, there forever be an asterisk on that championship. Like, let's say, like, I don't know, name a guy who never That's won a cool. championship. You know what I mean? Like, uh, you know, like yep. Charles Barkley. Like, you think Barkley would be like, yeah, I won the NBA championship. But no, NBA but you're NBA, also talking to I mean, different de- generation, NBA
1: dude. Guy. I could easily see fucking LeBron taking it, and then when everyone starts ragging on him about it, being like, oh, I was I was kidding, Taco Tuesday, here's here's the trophy
2: bag. <laughs> <laughs> but, but in the back of his mind, he's like, I'm a champion. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs>
0: Yeah. There are certain personalities. Have you seen that new? Um, have you seen that new clip? It's hilarious. So, have you guys been watching? Yeah, I haven't, haven't gotten to see it. Is, is, is there anyone who can
1: stream it? Uh, you,
0: you, uh, um, yeah, you. Canright- oh, yeah, like okay. yeah, you can watch through ESPN Plus. I have that. Okay. Yeah, you can watch on that. So it, it's been. It's real. I like it a lot. I mean, I was a Bulls fan. Back in the day, just because yeah. I was such a Jordan fan, like right away I was a Jordan fan. So, and then growing up, it was a cool thing because we had WGN, the Chicago station, as like one in the cable package. So we would, I would watch every single huh. Bulls game. So, um, kind of like at the end of like the Celtics rain, I kind of just jumped right onto the, the the Bulls. You know, I guess it's the band. No, you were a but kid. I mean, you're just you're, you. When you're you kid, realized Jordan
1: what was Jordan. going on at a certain age, and you joined in.
0: Right. Um, and as we know, I mean, if you've listened to the podcast before, you know where I fall in the Jordan versus LeBron debate. No, not even I think close. It's even close. Um, and there's this there's this one clip of it's So so in the um, in la- the last dance, basically what it is, it's like, you know, they're interviewing everybody. And, you know, and it's a documentary. It's pretty good. And they do a lot of like time hopping. So they'll show like something during the last season and then like bring it back. To you know, maybe the the '88 season or the '86 or whatever, they kind of tie a lot of stuff together and make make the history, you know, and connections and stuff. Um, but again, what they do in, with the interviews is a lot of times they'll 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 hand yep. Jordan like an iPad and show him kind of like what other people said. <laughs> and there's this one clip of him, and I forget. Oh, it's, yep. they're talking to Gary the, the glove, and Gary Payton's trying to say that he like, yeah. And he's trying to say he could lock, he locked down Jordan in the in the finals because they put him on him for like two games and he did okay against him, but the rest of the series Jordan shit on him. But um, so during that clip, Jordan's laughing about it like he's he's laughing at Peyton saying like he locked him down. So, but somebody on the internet did a phenomenal job in that the show that on HBO about LeBron um the barbershop yeah, yeah, one yeah. I don't know if you guys saw that one, but anyway. LeBron's talking in the barber shop and he's talking about being the greatest of all time. Like, he calls himself the greatest of all time. And they spliced it to make Jordan watch that and oh, laughing man. his ass off. It's hilarious. He, it's just, it's, you'll have, not to doing send, any you'll have to
2: send that clip. I, I need to see that. I would love that.
0: Who? What's yeah, yeah. Hey, Give me a second, guys. Uh,
1: that is funny. So, Ross, you're clearly uh, a FJ over LeBron.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm. I, I'm. Even, all right. Hey guys, I gotta. Um, I gotta. I gotta yeah.
2: flick off for a minute. Okay. Yeah. Um, I, would say, I, I would even. I would even. I would say uh, Kobe over LeBron. <sighs> <Huh>. All right. <laughs> um, I don't know. I. 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 I, well, I just. I don't know. I thought he. I mean, I don't really remember watching him too much, but just like watching clips. I just love watching. I mean, Donald They're the three greatest yeah. basketball we've ever seen. Oh, easily. But I also, but like, it also I, might be the fact that I grew up watching, Le, not watching LeBron, but in his generation, and I just hate him. Like, he's a heck of a player, but, like, just cocky. Fair. I think he does stupid shit as far as a uh,
1: personality is concerned. Like, a, the decision was terrible. He doesn't know how to speak at press conferences without sounding super egotistical. Like... Yeah, yeah. But so there's a lot of public side things that are bad with him, I get it. But he's also the greatest athlete we're going to see in generations. Like, athletically speaking, Jordan
2: doesn't even hold a candle to LeBron. like, LeBron could jump into an NFL game and be like one of the best tight ends, probably. He'd be like like Gronk. 100%,
1: dude. That's the crazy thing people also don't realize. Gronk and him are the same fucking size. Yeah, exactly. Imagine Gronk. Down a basketball court.
2: <laughs> yeah, no, and, and he's I'm gonna tr- tr- and, truck people. And LeBron probably weighs, or weighs a little bit, or not weighs, but can move probably faster than Gronk. I would say right. So
1: smoother with his movements. He hasn't been taking years of you know two hundred and fifty pound men tackling him to the ground. <laughs> Absolutely insane. I would love to see him play though. Yeah, um, but because of that, I put LeBron up there. Like I love him, and as a basketball player. I mean, I watched Jordan, so I'm 35. So yep. I kind of split the difference here between Chris and you. And I watched Jordan, I watched Kobe, and I'm, I'm watching LeBron now. Yep. And I like watching LeBron better than any of them. I think people give LeBron a ton of shit for losing in yep. uh, the, the championships, but he still made eight straight finals. I know
2: that's insane. But then you also look at it as you were on a super team. Like you made your own I mean, super, you no made a super, the fact that, except, except, when he was, except, except when he was in Cleveland. But uh, no one talks about the fact that Pippen
1: was a 12 time all-star. He led the Bulls leads bulls in career assists. Like yeah, he was sick. He's not a schlub. No. And Dennis Rodman was defensive player of the year. Multiple times led the league yep. in rebounds multiple times. Like, Jordan wasn't playing with nobody's man. No,
2: trust trust me, I know that. And Steve Kerr, Steve Kerr was pretty solid as well, I guess, oh. off the bench.
1: Yep, Horace Grant was Horace drafted. Grant, that's right, I forgot I about like, Grant. Dude, there's some fucking
2: players on those teams, uh, man. I I can't uh, believe. Imagine, imagine if they still had, if they had Horace Grant when it was LeBron. I mean, with uh, Jordan and Pippen and Rodman, right? Like that would be like Grant. I mean, when Horace yeah. Grant went to the Magic, he was with uh, Penny Hardaway, right? Yeah, and Shaq, and Shaq for a minute. Yeah, Ugh. that was insane. That was a that was a stack team, Sneaky. dude. So,
1: like, all that being said, I, I pick LeBron, but then I saw a phrase, and this changed my opinion minutely, and now I pick Jordan. Okay, and it said, uh, "When Jordan played." No one ate. He kept Barkley, Ewing, Robinson, Stockton, Malone, all these guys from getting rings. Elijah yeah. Juan, you know, all these huge guys. When LeBron plays, everyone eats. LeBron has only won three of his eight championships. He, yeah. you know, every other star player, Durant, Curry, you know, all these guys have won championships while LeBron's yeah. been in the league. Yeah. Duncan, uh, Pierce, you know, Kobe, name it. Yeah. Yeah. So and that was like fuck.
2: Okay, that that's establishes
1: so, greatness. Yeah, that's know? so
2: true. Yeah, like it, you, you have to watch this documentary. The documentary is unbelievable. I, I, love it. I think whoever, whoever came out with it, one, they came out with it at the perfect, at a great time, and two, they just, sure. I, I think they did a great job with the, uh, with the narration and everything with that. Like, oh yeah, I've heard
1: nothing but great things about it, and I hear. It, it, so one of the things is that uh, everyone kind of thinks Jordan is a dick, but they kind of always have. He's always kind of had that edge to it. And I heard that he was worried this was going to worsen his yeah. public persona.
0: The uh, Oh, the last dance? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, dude, he comes off. I mean, the, the, actually, the, just the last episode that was just aired, not to ruin it too much, um, but, like, it goes into a lot of his teammates talking about him. Um, and they definitely were like yeah he was a dick you know he was definitely a hard ass um, but looking back on it they all say that's what we needed to get to where we needed to get because he was such basically he was such a savage and for everybody to get to, to be meet him at that level or at least as much as they could get to that level he had to do that to them and they all basically to a man they all understood that
2: I loved. I loved when they talked about. Uh, it was like the the Breakfast Club, I think it was, where they had like three or four guys, and they. I think it was like Pippin. It was. I know Pippin was in it, and then two other guys, and uh, I remember the two other guys were like, "Yeah, we." I was too nervous to uh, to miss to miss because Jordan would just rip me a new one at practice, so I would just wake up and and bite the bullet, and yeah. and, and get a workout it's, it's- in.
0: Yeah. I mean, there's some good stories in there and like, there's some, not a lot. I mean, not, so far, nothing's been like groundbreaking um, no. as far as like any really new information, but I like the way they present it. And, you know, there's always this talk. There's like a couple like here and there, you'll hear like some reporters and, and all these, you know, analysis, you know, analysts now that are like, you know, whatever they'll, they'll, they'll crap on Jordan. They'll talk about how he we, like, would get in fights with teammates. It's like, bro, so do I, like, I, get, I used to yeah. fight my teammates all the time, me and my roommate, he was a receiver in college, and we fought each other at least once a week in practice, yeah. at least once a week, like, um, in, we to, like in college, and,
2: I've had, at least, I had at least five or six fights, like, in practice, but now, now right. we're, and then we were all, and then after that, we were boys, it's like, oh, like, you, yeah, you, I you, mean, you, it's, it's like, you care, like, Dude, my best yeah, friend, think, like, I've lived with him multiple times, and we we can't live together
1: anymore because we fight too much, but we're still best friends. Like, mm-hmm. we're good.
0: Right. Yeah, I mean, me and my college roommate, like, again, he was a receiver, and I was a DB, and we, like, I was a DB on a couple different levels, but he, like, we, like, were just trying to push each other. Like, you know, like, we were, we we just competed so hard against each other that, like, we, sometimes it, it ended in a fight. Like. And it is what it yeah. is. And then we walk the calf together, eat dinner. Sometimes we wouldn't talk for a couple of minutes, and then we'd go back to go back to the place, and we'd be cool again. Like it was just, yeah. you know, nothing was ever personal. No, it was, exactly. It was just and, like we both understood what, that we were trying to get the best out of each other.
2: Yep, yeah, and 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 you just wanted to win, basically. Right? Like you know what I mean? Like if if you're like, hate to say it, but like, I mean, not hate to say it, but. If you look at the the St. Louis Blues when, last year, I mean, if you guys remember that, like they were, I think they were bottom of their 30th. And then, I mean, that's, I'm not saying this is why they turned the season around, but there was a fight that was, that happened in practice. And um, I mean, then they started winning. Like sometimes that's all it takes to be honest. Well, Just dude, I mean, yeah,
1: uh, 2004 Red Sox, everything was kind of mediocre. And then all of a sudden the Veritek A-Rod fight happened on the first baseline. And this yep. fucking went storming
0: yep. the season. Yeah. Yeah, people always go to that as the catalyst for that year. Yeah. That and the Nomar trade, right?
2: Yeah, the Nomar trade.
0: But, like, yeah, there's always things like that that get point. You know, like things, like galvanizing points that bring a team together. It, it, you know, sometimes it's just competitiveness and it's seeing that, like, you know, hey, everybody else. We're all in this together. Like we're all pushing for one thing. You know, shit gets out of hand every now and then. But like at the end of the day, we're all in this together.
2: Yeah, yeah. like you got to hold each other accountable. Yeah, I
1: right. Saw, right. I saw another quote from it, and granted, I haven't watched it yet, so I just saw the Instagram quote. But someone said, so correct me if I'm wrong. Rather, um, yeah. Jordan never asked me
0: to do anything
1: he wanted or to, 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 to do. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And that, that was a big moment in the thing. They actually said that they're like, you know, Jordan, the stuff that Jordan did in practice, um, you know, like he, he went as hard as anybody. He did extra work. He lifted more weights. He did everything. And so, like, when he asked guys to do things, it wasn't, you know, it wasn't anything that he hadn't done exactly.
2: Yeah, which which, I mean, just shows that, I mean, that's why he won – that's why he went two, peets in a row. That's why he has six championships because one is like a, be a, a leader. He's a leader by example.
1: And everyone loves
2: him, you know? Yeah, exactly, exactly. Like, there's a there's a difference between being a dick and being, being a good teammate. And Jordan, yeah. I think from what I've seen is he was being a good teammate. I think this can comment on a bigger part of um,
1: culture, too, with locker room culture where, like – someone can have that type of personality and attitude and generally be considered a dick, but also be very well liked and respected. Um,
2: yep. yeah. It, yeah,
1: it's, it's hard for people to understand that someone can have that, you know, uh, personality would viewed as a dick, but also be incredibly well liked and respected. Um, and that's a locker room culture thing. And you can have multiple people with that personality in the same locker room too. Um, but the locker room can totally vary. Like, Ross, you're living in it right now.
2: Where you were,
1: yep. like, how much is your locker room, Mary?
2: Yeah, I mean, I mean, like you said, like there's guys that are overly competitive, and um, I mean, like the older, some of the older guys are, um, like they've been they've been around, so they they know how to run a locker room. So, um, like there needs to be a good, just like everyone says, there needs to be a good mix. And um, I mean, honestly, like we had a tough year this year, like record-wise, but I thought I thought our locker room was tight was was pretty tight for um i mean for our record but you know what like all in all it was pretty good yeah do you like, have any like jordan had...
0: personalities
2: do do what
1: do you have any jordan personalities
2: uh i do no, know i wouldn't go that far <laughs> i wouldn't go that i wouldn't go that far um i mean there was guys that that worked extremely hard and um you know what like they they wouldn't really talk though do you know what i mean like they were they were just a lead by example type of guy but then but then when they spoke up you'd listen
0: yeah sometimes like guys like that are almost more effective too right because sometimes exactly because you always talk you kind of drown them out you know sometimes
2: yep exactly especially if the results aren't following
0: right correct
2: or if they're not or if they're not sticking up or if they're not up to their up to the standards that are expected of them like if they're always talking but they're the ones that are making the mistakes yeah Or doing something wrong it's like you know what
0: yeah i mean um but i I feel like you're probably one of those like competitive personalities and then in the locker room though no no ross
2: yeah, oh yeah yeah for sure for sure I was I would, I would say um, I was up there with some of the mo- more competitive yeah I mean well I was actually able to uh, for my last year was my first year and uh, the last game we played in actually I was able to wear the a because of some injuries which is pretty cool
0: oh nice oh, man, congrats.
2: Yeah, which was which was pretty cool, but you know what? Um, I mean, it just show, I mean, it just helped, as, especially as a rookie, being able to wear that, even even if it was for one game. But you know what? You never never know what was going to happen after. So, no, oh,
0: no, dude, that's a. hell of I mean, honor. it's like I always say. Like I think that's one of like my like captain. Yeah.
2: Yep. Yeah, I I I actually never wore an, a letter in college, which was. Just because we had so many guys, we had so many guys that um, were really good leaders. Like we had, what do we have? We had 14 seniors our senior year. So we were kind of just all leaders by committee. Yeah. You, know, you never really gave out a letter, which, which is different, but it worked. But like, you know what? Like you don't always need a letter to be a leader. If that no. makes any sense. No. Is that, I mean, people, people always say that, like you can lead by example or you could just be there for the, for the younger kids to, to listen to or whatnot. Yeah, no, for sure.
0: Yeah. That's a hundred percent true. Yeah. It's, it's funny. Cause I even remember like Ross, like you know, in times when you were, you were training at ABT, you know, a lot of times with, with Cam. Yeah, like, you know, things would get competitive, yeah. like, in, in any regard. Like, re- whatever you're doing, whether it's, like, you know, sprints at the end or, you know, how many pull-ups you can do or, like, you guys heading out back and, you know, shooting shooting pucks into the net. Like, everything's a competition. Yeah, exactly. And, um, yeah. yeah, and I think that's just, like, some people are just um, that by nature, yeah. right? Like, you just some, – some people just compete at everything you do. Like I, I mean, I've gotten into—I don't say trouble. That's not the right word. But just even like as an adult, like playing cards with other yep. adults, like at a night out, and like everybody was like Chris, just calm down. It's just a game. I'm like, no, it's not just a game. Like, <laughs> like, just, you like I, I have a tough time, like not competing. Everything. Weird. Like,
2: <laughs> oh man, I, I would love, to, I would love to be at one of those. <laughs> I'd love to be a fly on the wall for that, Chris. No, it's you know what? It's not just a fucking game. Like,
0: <laughs> we had, so I'm going to leave out names, but we were playing. We go, were
1: wait, playing, go ahead, Chris.
0: We were playing. Um, we were playing a game at a friend's house, um, and they had some friends over, and and I'm friendly with their friends, but it's not like you know they're not like my close friends. Like I don't have their numbers in my phone or anything like that. But so we were playing a game. And we got in an argument over the rules <laughs> to the point where this dude like got up and left the table because I wasn't letting <laughs> go. <laughs> yeah. But hey, what are you going to do, man? I'm like, that's I can't turn that part of me yeah. off. You know, whether yeah. it's playing cards, whether it's shooting hoops, whether it's whatever. We actually just, this, this family-like thing that's been going on lately. So the kids would be like doing something and in Holly would say, "Guys, it's not a it's not a competition." And then I would always chime in with, "It's always a competition." <laughs> so my three year old now for everything says, "It's always a competition all the time." It's it's like actually it's like music to
2: my ears. <laughs> I love that. Oh, that is awesome. That's great. What, what does Landon say? What what does like Landon
0: some, say? Some that? other adult. He's uh he tends to be on the less competitive side like he gets he gets upset when he loses things um but he kind of i don't know he goes along with what mom says but my daughter cameron is a she's she's got a she's got that yeah we've already
1: seen that she's like dad the way she
2: hangs out in the gym (laughs)
0: yeah
2: oh that's unreal it is it is always it is it is always a competition though i i agree
0: I, I mean, I, for me, see, for me, competing is, I think for some people, and this is like a sports psychology like thing, some people like com- competing makes them anxious and you can see yeah. it, right? Whether it's just even like playing cornhole or whether it's, um, you know, like a big championship game or something like that. Some people fall yeah. and some people, and some people rise to the occasion. I enjoy competing. Like I like that feeling of like shit's on the line and it's up to me to do something to, yep. to win or lose. I like that pressure. Like I, I get that feeling. I can feel like just even talking about it. I can like just get like the little yep. tingle of it. And I love talking. I yeah, love exactly. About it. And I know some people it goes the opposite way. They, they get in a competitive mode and you can see them like tighten up and you can see it. <laughs> and as a competitor, I, I, It's like you smell blood in the water when you see somebody. And
2: you just start smiling. You're like, you
0: know, if you're playing cornhole, like, oh, and you just talk so much shit to those people and it's enjoyable.
2: The the best is, I mean, if we're talking about cornhole, the best is when they hit hit the, uh, they get a cornhole and then all of a sudden you hit one on top of them and you just see them deflate. And you're like, let's let's go. My time, now it's, this is my board now. But I mean, honestly, like, even if it's just competing in like anything, anything, even if I'm bad at it, like I'm not a good swimmer or even like a a tennis player, I'm just going to find a way to just, even if I don't win, I'm just going to try to find a way to make it a living hell for you. But see, so that's the thing for me.
1: If I have a hard time walking the line. I have to either know that I'm this is okay to be competitive because when I'm competitive like I'm the type that's yelling and screaming even at my own teammates when it's competitive. Yeah. So if it's not competitive, I'm going to be totally laid back. I'm not even going to pretend to care like this is just for fun. I am one or the other. Like I can't I can't make a situation more competitive unless it needs to be competitive because then shit's going to go bad. <laughs>
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like you see there was one Friends time I was I was, swimming, I was swimming with my buddy, and it was like it was like a race to get across like the lake or something. And I knew I was going to lose, so I just started grabbing his leg and <laughs> almost drowning. I almost started drowning him, and he started getting pissed. He started kicking me. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah. <laughs> like relationships
0: will <won't> be broken. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm the same way. Huh.
1: Yeah. You yeah
0: like, <laughs> well, you're about to win. You're, you're about, about to win. Exactly.
1: So, like, I didn't know how to shut that off. I used to be like gym class hero, man. Everything was competitive. So, oh, yeah. Yeah. That I, was, I, was always I'm the best. Turn that shit off or know that it's okay to be all in.
0: <laughs> yeah, man. I, I have a hard time with even if it's something that I know I'm not good at. You know, like if we're if, – if there's if you're keeping score – then I have a really hard time yep. shutting it off. You know, it depends on, like, like I. this is the God's truth. When my kids, like, we're like the kids, like, well, you know, we're doing a lot more walks and stuff, and every now and then it'll come up. It was like, all right, let's race to that mailbox. <laughs> I, don't, I can't let them win.
1: Chris I is I running <laughs> a 4-4 to the mailbox. <laughs>
2: <laughs> he's running the fastest he's ever ran in his yeah. life. <laughs>
0: No, but just enough to win. Like you know what I mean like just enough no. to like hey like hey, Dude, nice, you should put nice, it in their nice face, face every guy. time.
2: <laughs> Burn them. Hey, nice nice try better better luck next time. Yeah. But but you know what? <laughs> 15
0: years. That's just something I was
2: You know what though, something like that. Something like that'll push but like I... push your kids, push push the person next to you and be like, you know what, I do need to get faster. Like I'm gonna get faster, I'm gonna beat you next time. Yeah, like, whenever I race like, my dad, it's like, right? Yeah, uh, I,
1: I would be like, "How is he so fast? He's so much heavier." I'm, I'm like this little, yeah. dad, I can fly by and What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: yeah. I don't think I ever beat my dad in a race because I think that when my dad started to see that I could beat him,
2: yeah. No, sorry. exactly. That's so smart. <laughs> Survival of the. So I. So
0: and the same for my brother uh, same for my brother
2: go on
0: yeah I don't think my brother I don't think I ever beat my brother in a race because I think once he realized I've become faster than him he stopped racing
2: yeah so my that's actually unreal that's so funny well like so my dad my dad my dad's like a pretty good golfer and then when I started like getting close to him he'd be like he he usually would he would play competitive and then I started getting closer to him and closer to him, like a couple strokes, like losing by only a couple. And then he just started being like, ah, oh, you know what? I'm just going to have some fun out there. Like I'm not really, I don't really want to compete. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, what do you mean? What do you mean you don't want to compete? He's like, yeah, I'm just going to, I just want to relax out on the course. I'm like you, I'm like you motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> looking back at looking back at it, it's the smartest thing.
1: Dude, we used to have family, um, football games on Thanksgiving, all the uncles versus cousins. And it it suddenly got to a point where the cousins were between like 17 and 25 and all the uncles (laughs) were like 46 to 55. And we were just lighting them up. And then they were just like uh, so many injuries because we would play too hard. Like they didn't want to give up their ranks. but We were just too young and good. And just like everyone was – just stiff arming, dropping each other at the line, throwing each other to the ground to get around each other, and going inside, getting ice and shit. And all the aunts and moms are just like, nope, you guys are all done right now. Like, this is never <laughs> happening again. We did it yeah. for like, I don't know, 10 years. And then it got to a point where the nephews, the cousins were just annihilating the, the old guys. And it was like, they just, didn't really awesome. come up. they were still playing way too hard. And we were too. Like we were just all way too competitive about it.
2: So were you guys playing? Was it kind of like, uh, like in Wedding Crashers, that oh, yeah, football game? Exactly. Was it kind of like that? Exactly.
1: It was yeah. touch, but people were just laying each other out.
2: I love that. That's awesome. and you're just too competitive. <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. I exactly. A similar
0: story. Um, and we had, we had a. Um, it was one incident though that literally just brought Christmas and Thanksgiving football to a screeching halt. <laughs> So we were playing. So we were playing on the street. We played like literally on the, on the cement out in front of my house. And it was like a, my I never forget it. My brother threw a ball, It was me and my brother. And there was like first me, a couple of my cousins and my uncle and my brother threw a ball up to me like a jump ball. Me and my uncle went up and like for a jump ball. And I was probably like 15 at the time. And we got kind of, like, caught up, and he went over the top. Like, he fell, like, over the top of me. I caught the ball, but as I, like, was over him and, like, ripped it out to catch it, he went back and fell on the back of his head, and he got knocked out cold in the middle of our road. Like, unconscious in the middle of our road. (laughs) Like... Came to spitting up blood (laughs) like ever then was like, Yep, that's the end of uh the LeBlanc family uh football game. (laughs) Holy (laughs) fuck,
2: dude. That's awesome. Yeah. Is he all
0: good now? (laughs) He still says he has like headaches from it. He said he says he still has headaches (laughs) from it. (laughs) Oh man. Oh, that's something dude. Hmm. Yeah. But we were like that, man. We just like we just, you know, like our our, you know, and you guys seem like you're the same way. Our our family gatherings were competitive. Like we were always like, you know, just doing something. And me and my brother kind of built the same too, where like we get we get to win. You know, we get to doing stuff, and we just get into it, and we get into people. Like you start seeing, you know, again, you start kind of see a weak link, and you attack. Yep. It. You just like kind of like you smell blood in the water <laughs> and you go after it. And it's funny because I think I always thought everybody was like that. And then, you know, like even like just little stuff where like my kids, like we rough house, like we, we have fun. And we like, but at the same time, like, you know, we're like wrestling. And, and I, again, I don't like let them win. Like I'm not beating the bag out of them, but at the same time, I'm not like letting them beat me. And like my Holly's sister and like her husband, like they're not the same like they they like they see us like roughhousing and like their kids hop in on it and they're like no roughhousing guys no roughhousing and I'm like why like what the hell we're outside like who cares like we're not going to break anything like relax like it's okay um but they're like so like the opposite they're not like competitive people like
2: that yeah. you know so a lot, the last time I roughhoused with my dad was I was in the pool I was in the pool with him I was roughhousing I'm trying to take him down <laughs> uh, <laughs> lost a tooth you were him you did, or I, you did. I did. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I was roughhousing with him and I just came down and my jaw hit his shoulder and just snapped a tooth out. Like not all the way out, but it was like three fourths of it was, it came out. And
0: What's hilarious about that is like you playing hockey. Like everyone just assumes it's probably from playing hockey. No, you, nope, every, my dad knocked my tooth
2: Yeah. Out. Everyone, everyone asked me it's, it's my bot. It's a bottom tooth. It's like front bottom tooth. And everyone's like, Oh, is that from hockey? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, it's from hockey. Like, I'm not going to tell him that, let my, <laughs> that my dad beat me up. Dude, that's hysterical, though. <laughs> um, my
1: dad and I have converted yeah. from that type because, you know, um, he's 62, I think, 61, and I'm 35. Like, we've converted from that type of roughhousing now to getting competitive with stupid games in the house. Like, when I go over yeah. for dinner, we'll end up just playing, like, uh, like bottle cap hockey on the table, because it just breaks out after dinner. And then next thing you know, the table's cleared, we've got goals set up, we're trying to like, use like bottle caps across the table. And my mom just like, I'm going to the fucking living room. I'm out of here. <laughs> <laughs>
2: That's a great game. Yeah. Too. Oh man.
0: You know, um, did you guys play? It was kind of big, like a couple summers ago that um, it was like the surfboard with the ring and you, like, let it go, and you try to, like, latch it. Oh, in. I yeah. that game. I don't... That game was so, like, addictive slash hard, and, like, certain people were just good at it. Yep. And, like, yep. it was so frustrating. So frustrating. It's frustrating. one of those ones that, like, you shouldn't be mad. Like, that game is, like, the epitome of, like, all right, I'm I not, care. like, I haven't played this game that much. Like, why do I care? But I, like, care so friggin' much that, like, my – you know, my seventeen year old, eighteen year old nephew is better at it than me. I'm like I'm like like we're getting in arguments. Like, you are just out
2: there after after everything's over and you're just working on it for two straight hours. Holly's <laughs> ha- 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 like Holly's like, Chris, can you come inside it's midnight? Joke, not
0: even alive. Right. And you just hear like <laughs> <bing.">
2: <laughs> you you start talking to yourself, you're like this fucker's not gonna beat me next time. I already know it.
0: <laughs> so let me ask you this then. Let's go like a little deeper in this that conversation. Do you think that this is like a generational thing? In that like, and I know we kind of span some generations now. Like Ross, how uh, old are you? Twenty-five. All right. So like, you know, you like. Do you? Like, I see it, and it's kind of, like, I don't want to say, like, taught in it with kids now, but there's such, like, a, and I'm not saying it's a bad thing, and I'm not, like, encouraging being a bad sport yep. or anything, but I think there's some things about athletics and in, in different types of athletics that have had, like, a, a trickle-down effect of almost, like, having – Encouraging non
2: competitiveness. Yeah. Yep. What do you guys think on that? I hundred percent agree. I mean, when I it was kind of near like the end of my um like playing in youth, like youth playing. It started coming up was were, were the participation trophies, and I already I already know how you feel about it, Chris. And I'm assuming Teddy's probably the same way and how I I I despise them. Absolutely despise them.
0: hmm
2: Agreed. So uh um so I mean I feel like that that one trophy or even like, I think they started giving out sportsmanship trophies like for games. And I remember one time I got it and I was like, I got in the car and I was all excited. Like first time I probably had ever gotten a sportsmanship trophy. Cause I was just usually the biggest dick, Like, and it was playing soccer too. <laughs> so I get, in the, I, I get in the car and I'm like, dad, look at this. He's like, he's like, we're throwing that out when we get home. I'm like, what, why? He's like, because you, you guys lost the game why you guys, why do you get a trophy I'm like yeah but it's not it's on team trophy it's individual he's like yeah for being nice he's like you're throwing that away and of course right when we got home my dad took <laughs> it and threw it away Wow and then and then from, yeah it's from there from there on I don't think I ever got a sportsmanship award ever again yeah. or even or even or even wanted one.
0: That explains your, like, demeanor on the hockey, on the, on the, on the ice right there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, no, it's funny because, like, you know, like, Landon's first year of playing, like, T-ball, you know, like, they're not keeping score. You know what I mean? They're, they're, it's just more yeah. of, like, a, skill, a skill-based a skill thing, and it's everybody gets up, and at the end, everybody runs around one time, and it's, it's you know, just teaching the game a little bit, and there's, like, you still, like, you know, and technically it's a participation medal, but for me, it's, like, a completion medal. Like, you can and here's your medal this coach gave it out at the parade yep. like, the, the, like the opening ceremonies parade gave everybody one and I was like nope give me Landon's like give me Landon's I'll take it and he's like what and I was like uh, I'm no I'm gonna <laughs> give it to him at the end of the season when he makes it through the season he can get it he... yeah because yeah. like Would, I mean which, getting a 5 year totally to sense. complete a baseball season isn't isn't like no small task, like it's you know it's like herding cats, dude. But like, so, oh. but like I'm like, make him at least earn something. Like you know, it's not. I, I'm not getting him. What he you, you got this medal for? Like getting his T-shirt and showing up at the parade. Like, come on now. Yeah. Yep.
2: Yeah. No, I I, I agree a hundred percent.
0: I think there's also a balance that can be reached
1: with those types of awards because I remember the in-town youth baseball leagues that I first started in. First place got decent sized trophy plus a jacket. Um, second place got yep. like a an okay trophy. Right. Third place got a little trophy, and then everyone else got like a, a brand new baseball or something like something just to acknowledge but hey you were in this league but you guys but lost. there's some you incentive
0: know? to win. There's some yeah. incentive to you do
1: Exactly. But like yeah. everyone, gets I remember. something, but it wasn't a significant. It wasn't like hey here's a trophy. It was like yo here's a baseball. You know.
0: Right. Yeah.
1: Something
2: that you can yeah. use.
0: Um, just some sort of lesson of like hard work and like being, you know, being good at something is okay. Like it's like, it's okay. And it should be celebrated. Yep. You know, I, I think that's one thing too. Like, you know, I think there's kind of a push to like make people not competitive. Like I've even like, so we're living with, um, my brother and sister-in-law right now. Well, my sister-in-law, and my brother-in-law and, um, they, um, they like again like they're just not as competitive people as as i am and i mean holly has a little uh, some competitiveness to her too so um like i've even like heard the kids like say things here and there that like you know like sometimes if you know you always try to win that makes people feel bad and it's like eh, you know like that's not the worst thing in the world like to make like i don't want to make somebody feel bad but at the same time it's like Yeah, you know why it feels bad to lose? Because it feels really good to win.
1: Yeah. Yeah, right.
0: You know, like, so that's why. It's like I'm chasing that winning feeling all the time. And, like, you know what? Sometimes you lose. And, like, yeah, it sucks. And sometimes I don't always handle it the best way. But I try. And I try to learn from that experience. And then – come back again and try to win the next time. like that, Because I'm chasing, like, I like to win. Exactly. I like to compete and I like to win. It's it, it, I mean, not a flaw. It's it, it, it it not makes a you character drive. flaw, may, as far as I'm concerned. It's a strength. Yeah,
2: exactly. 100% right. agree. Yep. Thank
0: like you. Like you, my, my, about my, you know. Man, if, we're
2: talking about, if we're talking about sportsmanship, one of my favorite was, uh, I don't know if you guys remember, but uh, when the Bruins lost to Montreal, I, I feel a year, maybe 2010, maybe, 2012, maybe, I'm not sure. And Lucic literally yeah. threatened Dale Weiss.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you remember
2: that? And I'm.
0: Yeah, in line, right? Yeah, handshake line.
2: The handshake line, and usually it's pretty calm in there. And I remember when he pulled him in and like said something to him. That's when I just absolutely loved Lucic even more. <laughs>
0: Right. Yeah. Cause something had gone on. He didn't get, you know, he didn't get him back a hundred percent. So he just like, wanted to
2: let him know, Hey, I, I'll I'll, yeah, I'm not going to forget this. Like you're done next year. I'll see you next year.
0: <laughs> right. Right. And I absolutely love that. I love that. You know, and people, he got some shit like, you know, was, oh, yeah. that was some, he got like, you know, mixed, mixed, uh, reviews about doing that. You know, some people called him a poor sport, tell him whatever, this and that. I mean, You know, here's the thing. It's as long as you don't cross a line, right? There's a line all the time. Yeah, there's like a line that you can't cross. What's that? If he
1: just upped and decked him, then like, yeah.
0: That's a different story. (laughs) Right. But he was basically like, hey, look, like, you know, that was, I thought that was some bullshit. I'm calling you out on it. I couldn't get you back in the series because I couldn't. I couldn't uh, hurt my team's chances to try to win this series, but when I see you again, we're going to have a problem.
2: Yep, exactly. I,
0: that's You know, and I don't think there's anything wrong with No, nothing that's wrong with that. That's, sport. like, I'm that's up. sports. Yeah, it's almost like that's
1: the sportsmanship award shouldn't go to someone who is on a losing <laughs> team, bless you. It should go to someone on the winning team who, you know, wins throughout the season and the championship with grace and sportsmanship. It doesn't like belittle or throw it at people's face like
2: everyone there's a ton of losers why pick one yeah. of them to get a sportsmanship award <laughs> exactly like like bergeron would probably be like a prime example just does everything the right way and right. wins. yep and doesn't right. you
1: know throw it down your throat
2: yep that he's doing that
0: yeah right i mean you can win with you can win with class and you can lose with yep. class too yep. right um You know, like, I've always got that, like, there's actually one quote about, like, losing that I don't like. It's, I forget who said it, but it's, like, show me a good loser and I'll show you a loser.
2: I've heard of of that. Like,
0: I think that's kind of, yeah, it's kind of, I don't know. I think it's, like, a flawed statement, and a lot of guys, like, go to it. Um, I think it's kind of disingenuous because everybody's going to lose, right? You're never going to, nobody's finished it right. Nobody's going to finish their career, uh, you know, a thousand winning percentage. So it's like, you know, you are going to lose. So, and I'm not saying you have to like accept losing, but at the same time, you don't have to be a dick about it. Like you don't have to, you know, have have a tantrum every single time. Yeah, right, you're kind right. of just
1: being a redundant asshole by, call it, by saying, if you're a good loser, you're still a loser. Like, no shit. Loser's in the title. We get it you can still be good about right. it you know
0: right it's just also like well, if you're a bad loser you're still a yeah. loser too you know yeah <laughs> like, you know so yeah i've never really liked that one i think yeah you can win with grace you can you can lose with grace I'm not saying i've done him all the time you know i've definitely like <laughs> won and then gloated yep. definitely lost and then been a dick you know yep. um so i mean it is what it is but it's like competing is emotions like you, we talked about it like The reason why, like, I like that feeling and it's like, uh, I like to compete and it sometimes it, it, it overcomes like your, 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 uh, you know, it overtakes like what you do. So sometimes you do go over that line and sometimes you, you you know, and it's, it's not right, but it, it happens. It's, you know, and you try to do your best to through like learning experiences, you just try to do your best to handle the situation the best, whether you're winning or you're losing. Um, it doesn't always happen, but I don't
2: know, yeah. No, I, I mean, I agree for sure. I mean, but you don't want to lose, but if you do lose, you gotta so take, Ross, take take it off the chin. Yeah, yeah. Let's, let's
1: put you on the right, spot real right.
2: quick, Ross. Um,
1: do you have any stories of losing without grace
2: or winning without grace? Uh, <laughs> um, I'm trying to think. I mean, I'm trying to think of which which story to have. Really, um, probably yeah, probably my freshman freshman year when we lost to uh, we lost to Salve in the championship. Uh, we were we were the one seed, and they were, I think they were like the four seed or something. And probably with like I'm trying to think how much time left, we were down three nothing. Maybe with like three minutes left in the game, like we weren't going to win. And I just literally took the puck hard to the net and just took the goalie out, got kicked out of the game. It was bad. My coach is pissed. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I was just about to say how Tolan handled that one. Yeah, was. he
2: didn't take it very well. Luckily it was the last game of the year. <laughs> and so so that was that was the only bonus. But I I I'm pretty sure I had to do like community service for that one.
0: A uh, good lesson though. See? Um Hey, so not to put him on the spot or anything like this, yep. but I grew up, so I grew up, uh, Teddy, I grew up with um, Ross's college head coach. Okay. We were like really, really good friends. Um, and again, I'm not even going to mention any particular stories <laughs> or, like, <laughs> but let's just say he wasn't always the best winner or the best loser. Talk about, yeah,
2: talk about being competitive
0: I mean, me and him were, like, you know, we were peas in a pod slash we had our moments of, like, hating each other. And we had our moments where me and him together were just, you know, Terrorized insane guys. type of things. Really, you probably yeah, just terrorize we were, people, yeah. Bro, we, I mean, <laughs> I'll tell you what, though. And I know you don't know much, but, like, him growing up, him growing up... um that's what he's one of the best athletes I've ever yeah. been around well, in my life. It, well, he's, a, I, I he's heard a, a guy that I heard a
2: story that he quit hockey or he couldn't play hockey for a year, so he just played basketball. and was the best player on the team. So or one of, like uh-huh. he's not the not the best, but like so, he, he played like
0: no, but he was up there. Yeah, he was up there. So I think what that's what that story is. That's freshman year in high school. Yeah, yeah, because um, he was trying to transfer it, or something
2: he, like that, or didn't have the grades yeah. or something.
0: Right, so he didn't go to high school in Waltham his his um, his his uh freshman year. So instead of playing hockey at Waltham High, because he was going to go play at Madden on right. hockey, um he played basketball. So it was just freshman basketball. Yeah, uh, oh all we right. We had some good players on the team, and yep. he was probably overall the best player. And then JV baseball freshman year, he was the best player. Um, and then he actually played football. Yep. He actually played football too, freshman year, and was probably our best defensive player.
2: He's a he's an animal. He, he if you Just want to an talk, if, if, talk if, about competitive competitive, yeah. I remember he would tell me stories like when he was at Lowell, He was like, "Yeah, as you know, I'm not the most skilled player or anything, but I outworked everyone." He said he said when he was at Lowell, he was a freshman and he started. They they had like five or six guys like not in the locker room to start the year. And I guess like every practice he would just go out and try to like go after a guy that was in the locker room just to get his spot. And he was like, and f- one of the, one of the days I finally was able to move into the locker room and I never left the, never left the locker room ever since. I was like, that's so you. Yeah, man. He was an absolute stud. Like, yeah, he's competitive, but he's going to make sure you win the right way. Like the amount of times, the amount of times he suspended me from a game because of something I did previously in a prior game was I think I got suspended by him, um, no joke, fifteen times really? throughout my four years. Well, did he? Yeah, do that yeah. With a lot of the players, or were you a special case? <laughs> I was, I was, I was a special case for sure. But like, yeah, I was probably like one of the only guys at the time, which is which I mean, you know what? In, in the long run, it like made me mature more as a player. Well, sure. And like, he—he's a guy that you know what? Like, yeah, he wants to beat—he wants to beat everybody, but you know what? He's gonna win the right way.
1: And that's what you want in a leader and mentor.
2: Yeah. He can be
1: yeah. too much, too competitive, but he's doing it the right way. He's never asking too much of you. He's never asking you to do something he wouldn't do. You know, it's that that, you know, Michael Jordan, that leader, that, you know, charisma
2: of a captain, you know? Yep. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And the amount of times him and I got into it, we're ridiculous but you know what like we're i i talk to them all the time we're like really good friends like i'll go over and have a couple beers with them and yeah. whatnot now now that i'm graduated yeah. so i mean I, I mean we talked about it earlier about how getting into it with someone or fighting someone like you you become even closer like that was him and i probably. that's exactly how
1: i i feel like you guys were talking about this last dance documentary. everyone's like yeah jordan
2: was a dick but I love yeah. Dude. I wouldn't change our relationship. He made me better. Like Steve Kerr. Steve Kerr got into, into a fight with him, and I'm sure he'd learned so much from him. Yeah, right. And he said he uh, – ever since then, Jordan – even Jordan said that he said that he respected him way more because no one – everyone was nervous to hit Jordan or go back at him. Stand up, yeah. Which, you know what, makes so much sense. Yeah. But you get you, – you, you gain so much respect if you're Jordan from a guy like that. You know, He's like, you know what, he's, he'll hold me accountable. Totally. You always want, I mean, you still
1: need the alpha one. Like, yep. that alpha one still needs a couple alphas around him that'll bite back, you know? Yeah,
0: exactly. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing, though, too. Like, the thing with an out, al- like, that whole, like, you know, thought process of, like, being an alpha, like, did that, that, doesn't mean that like everyone else is against the alpha, alpha. like it's working with the alpha like it's you know what I mean? and it's just like everybody accept it. right it's it doesn't just... mean you're yeah it just means like you gotta just accept a different role
1: yep and every situation calls for a different alpha a different beta relationship you know someone can be an alpha throughout multiple situations, but you know there might be a situation where someone is a little bit better at handling it or knows a little more or you know they have to take a step back for some reason, you know. Yep,
0: exactly. Right, still an alpha. <laughs> right,
1: guess,
0: yeah. Well, you know what? Sometimes that's part of being an alpha. It's like knowing that like, I'm not the best right now at this situation. Like I'm not, I might not be. Like, hey, man, if we if we're going to do a math quiz, like I'm not the guy.
1: Yeah, I'll bring a calculator, but. <laughs>
2: I'll bring the spark notes but that's all I can that's all I can do for yeah. you. I'll make sure we all get there as a group. Someone else is going to do the math part. <laughs> I'll make I'll make sure I sit next to someone smart so I can look at their test and then you can look at mine.
1: Yeah. Where do you put yourself in the uh, locker room, Ross?
2: As a rookie, I was definitely I would just try to be on the more quiet side for sure. I I, I would try to, like early in the year I just tried to sit back, kind of watch guys. Yeah. And then the more you get comfortable with them, like then you kind of come out of your shell a little bit. And then probably by the end of the year, I would say I don't want to say an alpha, but like a guy that guys would come up to me and like kind of talk to me because we were such a young team. Yeah, like, leader of the rookies.
1: <laughs> On the fast track to management.
2: <laughs> yeah, you exa- said exactly, exactly. <laughs> Especially when we had to unload the bus, I made sure I was the uh, the delegator. I'd always make sure that bus was perfect. Yeah. Right. Be the supervisor, not the laborer. Exactly. That's funny. Um,
1: so where do you where do you see next season going when things kinda come normal? What do you think the restart of all this is gonna be?
2: Like
1: do you mean like the time frame? Uh not even just how do you think things will get going again for
2: professional hockey when they do? Like Yeah, I mean it's gonna be different. Like I, I I'm curious to see what they do with like one with the fans. Yeah. And 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 then not just the f- having fans, but like the fan interaction. Because like for for us, I at least like as a uh, minor hockey, like it's big. It, it to bring in fans, it's like fan interaction or going to schools or going to bar, like going to bars and being like a celebrity bartender or something. You know what I mean? Like stuff like that. So it might be. I don't know. Like it 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 could change. So I'm curious to see. Yeah um do hopefully, hopefully it'll be hopefully it's fine though
1: to your return like will teams have to go back and close and will everything open the same way do you think is is your particular league going to take a big hit
2: yeah <laughs> i i i don't really know too too much about that but i mean i so they didn't they didn't pay they didn't have to pay um the rest of our contract yeah. Which made, I mean, which was fine, like, because there's some teams, there's some teams that literally can't pay if they don't have fans in the seats or making money or whatnot, like concessions. So um, they kind of did what they, uh, all they really could do, to be honest. And um, I, I mean, I'm hoping that it won't have an effect on us. Yeah, um, moving forward.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's technically you guys are a small business operation, even though you're large. But like most of those teams, have yeah, under 500 employees, which qualifies them as a small
2: business. And small yeah. businesses are getting hit right now, man. Yeah, like I, I can only imagine. I mean, like like Chris, Chris with ABT, I'm sure is getting isn't is uh, is getting hit just like every other small business. But like you see, I know I, I read. Gold Gym, I think Gold's gym is gonna go into bankruptcy yet again. Yeah, so, um, we were talking about that the other day.
0: Trying to figure out the best way to to come back from it and you know, you hope you know, you hope your league, you hope your team has good, you know, minds behind them and like has good problem solving skills and kind of sometimes, you know, this is gonna force a lot of people and a lot of organizations to think outside the box. Yeah, exactly. You know? um, like did you guys see the UFC fought had fights this week? Yeah, I love that. It was actually pretty cool. Like, yeah, it was actually like a different experience of like watching watching a fight with no crowd, and you could hear like the you could hear the instructions, you could hear just like the the blows, like you know, dudes getting hit, and like you hear it. Like, yeah, you can hear way him. more than you normally do. Exactly, you, and, you can hear him be like, oh. Yeah, and I don't know if you guys heard saw there like story of like one of the girls fighting. She like could hear Daniel Cormier, who's one of the announcers, who's also you know one of the champions in the league. He's talking on the on the on the on the broadcast about something like if this girl needs to do this, if she does this, she'll be all right. And she heard it and did it and won the fight. Like, come on, he, he,
2: Jesus! Yeah, see, I, I didn't, I didn't hear, I didn't see that, I didn't see that part.
0: Yeah, she she said it in like the post fight um, interview in the in the locker room. She was like, "Oh no, I heard DC say." that the, the other girl was doing this or something like, whatever it was. I don't remember the exact thing, but she heard the commentary. Wow. Do that bring up the whole commentary
1: then. Is is that like a competitive edge? Do they now need to pump sound in so that opponents can't hear commentators giving away tactical tips
2: about other opponents? Yeah. Right. I, I mean, the Colts already pumped sound into their stadium, so they'll be fine. <laughs> they know what to do. <laughs>
0: Uh, that's funny. Because I guess too, the other thing that was happening was so you you know not only could the the fighters hear everything, but like so the op the corners could hear like so you could hear the other corner like shouting their advice too. So I guess like you know sometimes when you're saying something, you know like one corner is like oh that's there all day, that's there all day. So the other corner hears that and they're like talking shit back to the other corners, and I guess it was just it brought up like a whole different environment. Yeah, I mean it can
1: become a strategy game from the corners where they're like. Use your left, so the other one's like use your right.
0: So then they're like, "Well, doc," was like, "Stand yeah. up." <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's yeah, whole different, you know. Sp- you know, I mean, go- I think golf's starting soon too. Yeah, golf should be able to come back. you just, you know, especially since golf's most like going to go- Going to golf is pretty cool. Like going to like a championship. Is, I don't know if you guys have ever done it, but yep. it is pretty cool. Yeah, it, um, it is cool. But at the same time, most of golf is a TV sport, so and you can mm-hmm. basically, you know. You can do everything. Honestly, uh, same with whatever rules of social distancing.
1: Yeah, tennis should be able to come back, and ba- I think baseball too. So the concern yeah. there is every catcher, yeah. and then when someone gets on base. Yeah,
2: yeah, that's like true. the six yeah. feet.
0: Yeah,
2: I'm that's I'm so- not smart enough to really know
1: much about it, so Can someone else <laughs> make those decisions.
0: Exactly,
1: exactly i'm gonna stick to trying not to drink before three
0: <laughs> hey that's, that's a that's good a, plan that's a task in itself
1: uh, at the onset of this covid stuff ross you said it like liquor, liquor sales had to go up like 200
2: <laughs> it had to have been
0: oh it was more than that i think i think it was actually more than that. oh really no i started no, stat i think it was like 240. Mm.
2: See, yeah, I was just guessing. I didn't even know.
0: Yeah, no, it was something insane. It was something insane. Well, I think, too, like at the beginning of it, right, everyone thought it was going to be really temporary. So it was almost like this is a spring break of sorts for adults, you know? It was like, yeah, hey, let's have a good time with this. And let's, uh, we have a week off from work and let's start boozing and, you know, have a little fun with this. And then all of a sudden it's like, yeah, uh, this isn't really yeah. fun anymore.
2: They're like, all right, let's go back to
0: <laughs> <laughs> Right. Yeah. Well, now let's figure it out. Yeah. You know that you want to go back to work. People need to go back to work. We need to restart. Yep. You know we do need to restart the economy. That's what we can hold. Go hold. We talked about it a little bit on the last podcast about figuring out ways to, you know, what's the right thing to do and how. Hey, I
1: think this has been a great exactly. episode for the fact that we haven't really talked about COVID until right now. Right. Yeah. No, Thank I goodness.
0: agree. I agree. I agree. A little break from it. I need a break from it. I know that,
1: that might oh, also be yeah. a cue to wrap this up, but if you guys want to keep chatting, I, uh, I get a client in a little bit.
0: No, all good. Actually. That makes sense. Cause I'm a, i am I just got back home too. So I got I get, now I get daddy duties, nice. to do, which I've been doing this whole podcast, but yeah, excellent dude. Ross, thanks for stopping by, man. Um, good insight on, you know, just competing in general and, um, you know, yeah, Ross, hopefully you're good. chomping at the bit oh, We definitely We definitely get out you know, Hopefully the season does get back And I know we. I it kind of sucks Because I was talking about going to a game Getting out to a game So hopefully when we get back out there We can make a, a road trip out of it And try to get as many people out for a game as we can And go root on the Root on the railers Dude
1: something. I'm sold Let's go
0: yeah. yeah Um. So hey Ross thanks for stopping by for sure man um, you got anything you want to plug? Any, no, uh... Yeah, no, I mean, nothing really. I mean,
2: appreciate you having me on and, um, can't wait, can't wait to hear it. Hopefully I don't sound, sound too bad, but, um, yeah, everybody hopefully just stay safe and healthy and, um,
0: this is, hopefully it's almost over, but just, uh, keep doing your thing. Right. Yeah. Real quick. Are you, are you, um, are you back with the railers next year for sure? or Is that still uh, kind of up in the air?
2: It's, it's still up in the air, but, um, I mean, I'm trying to get an AHL <laughs> camp. Um, I mean, had a decent had a pretty good year. So hopefully get an AHL camp and then if not, I'll be back in Worcester. Cool. Awesome. All right. Yeah. So, so
0: yeah, keep us posted on that. Um, we definitely go we make a way, make our way out somewhere to support you regardless. Yeah. So, yeah, dude. Again, for yeah. sure. And then once all this is over, we'll have to uh, grab
2: some grab a beer or three or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Maybe we'll invite Cam too. Yeah, I was gonna Crabies. say, is he ever gonna get on the po Is he ever gonna get on a podcast? I don't know. We should. He's
0: not that. He's not. Yeah.
2: He's not we'll that see. good. No, he's not. <laughs> <laughs> he's a cake eater anyway.
0: Exactly. Yep. Exactly.
2: And and he's all wiped. I think he's all wiped up now. Anyway, so he's very wiped up. Yeah. From what I've seen. Yeah. From what I've seen as well, especially that Insta story yesterday. That's all I'm gonna say. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Stopped. oh
1: we're gonna but have to tag him in this on the uh on the episode please
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> no just let it live out there if he hasn't listened he hasn't listened so yeah whatever
2: exactly his loss uh, right. all right all right so, brother no i appreciate appreciate you having me on and i uh, look forward to seeing you guys soon
1: uh-huh. all right man yeah, yeah take time, man Thank you for joining. Uh, Everybody, thank you for listening. Like, follow, subscribe, share, comment, download. Join us again next week. Chris. Peace. Later,
0: everybody. Hey, good stuff, boys. Good stuff. Thanks, Thanks for tuning in, folks. From our pack to yours, don't just talk about it. Be about it.